Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. According to the Cleveland Clinic, over 50% of men experience erectile dysfunction, particularly those over the age of 40. This condition, it can put a damper on romance, lead to depression, fatigue, and decreased sense of well-being. Many turn to prescription drugs, testosterone shots, herbal remedies, and even penile injections. What exactly causes erectile dysfunction, and what are the safest and most effective ways to treat it. Dr. Deb Matthew, author of Why Can't I Keep Up Anymore, will be answering these questions and more. This topic just might be the hardest interview of my career. Let's hope so. Don't go anywhere. It all starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. Our next guest is a medical doctor, best-selling author, international speaker, and educator. She specializes in bioidentical hormone replacement and has received advanced training in anti-aging, functional, and regenerative medicine. She's the president of the North Carolina Integrative Medicine Society and member of the Institute of Functional Medicine. She's been featured on national radio and broadcast shows, including NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox. Her best-selling book, This Is Not Normal, focused on solutions for females to overcome their hormone imbalance. Her new book, Why Can't I Keep It Up Anymore, offers men tips to regaining their energy, focus, and performance. Welcome to the show, Dr. Deb Matthew. Hey, well, thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's great to have you. You know, this is such a great topic, one that many men suffer with in silence because they're embarrassed to get treatment. Many believe their lack of libido or erectile dysfunction. It's just a normal part of the aging process. Is age to blame? Well, you know, it definitely is more common as men get older, but it does not have to be your future. There are some some causes for this that are treatable, they are reversible, they are preventable, and so there is a lot that we can do. Great. So talk to us first, I guess, about testosterone. Is having erectile dysfunction an accurate indicator that someone also has low T? You know, not always. And even if you have low T and we replace the low T, doesn't always fix the erectile function. However, when men do have low testosterone, which is not uncommon, especially in men over 40, um, it does play a role, not just in erectile function, but even how you think and feel. So a lot of men will notice that the interest in sex isn't there. They're just not thinking about it. Um, And so if that's part of the problem, that's one of the signs that it could be low T. If the interest is there, but things aren't working, maybe there's a different cause of the problem. So what actually causes low testosterone? I know it can't be aged because people in their 30s and 40s suffer from it. Is there any specific cause that you found that is linked to low T? Yeah, you know, there are actually a lot of causes of low T in men. So age is one, but also bad diet. So a lot of sugar in the diet, processed foods, not getting your body the right nutrients that it needs. In order to make testosterone, we need healthy fats. We need the right nutrients. And so um, nutrition can play a role. Also, excessive alcohol is a cause of low testosterone, so overdoing the bottle can be part of the problem. There are a whole bunch of toxins in the environment, a lot of chemicals that we're exposed to on a regular basis that are hormone disruptors, so they mess up how our hormones work, and we are seeing more and more testosterone in younger and younger men, we believe partly because of these chemicals. 
And one more that is a really important one is stress. When we are stressed, our body releases cortisol, which is the main hormone to help us cope with stress, which is a good thing. The problem is cortisol shuts down testosterone production. And so stress is a huge cause of hormone problems for women and for men. Interesting. What about electronics? I've had several experts on the show say that EMF radiation emitted from cell phones or laptops can lower a man's sperm count and decrease libido. What's your take on that? Yeah, that's a really important and and a really important topic that we don't know a whole ton about because really who's signing up to be in that experiment, right? To to purposely get yourself right. Um, extra EMFs. So we are very concerned, (laughs) (laughs) very concerned about the effects of EMF on certain body parts, especially the testes. We worry a lot, especially for, you know, kids are getting their phones younger and younger before they've even fully developed. They're keeping it in their pants pocket. You know, we know that it, it, we believe that it is causing problems with fertility and, and low sperm count. I don't think we have the definitive answer on what it's doing to testosterone production, but I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've um, I had that problem. I was uh, doing my manuscript with my um, laptop on my lap, and my energy was just destroyed. I mean, it was off. I mean, I I would come home from work and fall asleep with my tie. I was too tired to take the tie off, and I had my uh, testosterone checked, and it was oh, like you said, you got the testosterone of a ninety-year-old. And I said, why? He says, well, we don't know. And I really do believe it was because for hours and hours and hours, I sat there with that laptop right on my lap, right there in my <laughs> my area where, you know, the testicles yeah, are. Exactly so I stopped that part. and I, I, yeah, and I did improve. I got one of the little lead shields under it and, uh, you know, I built myself back up. But I'm a believer. I really do think that, that these electronics are to blame. Talk to us about alcohol. I hear a lot of times daily alcohol consumption can lower a man's testosterone. From your experience, is that true? Yeah, you know, alcohol is a poison to the testicles. So, you know, a little bit of alcohol is okay. You know, if you want to have a glass of wine with dinner, but overdoing it is really toxic to your liver too. And your liver has to process these hormones. So men who are alcoholic often have more estrogen than testosterone, which is not good if you're a man. Right. So uh, I guess with females, it relaxes them more. With men, it makes them, eh, I'm not interested. <laughs> so it's a catch-22. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. What about these, you know, these foods being touted as aphrodisiacs, like, like oysters, for example? Is there any validity to that? Does that help? You know, if somebody has low testosterone, it's not eating oysters is not going to be enough to correct the problem. Is it going to put you in a good mood for the evening? I don't know. Maybe it'll help a little bit, but it's not really going to correct. You can't you can't oyster yourself out of a low testosterone problem. Right. I know you brought up stress. Let's go back to that. I know, you know, there's so much stress going on, especially now with this pandemic. And, you know, there's a lot going on inside of a man's head, probably keeping the other head from functioning properly. How can how can men deal with that? You know, is there a way to deal with stress where it doesn't affect the hormones? Yes. And that's really you can't run from it. You can't run from it. But it is important to address it. Because if if we don't do anything about it, you know, it just creates more problems. So there, there are definite things. The first one is it matters what you think about. So we can't always change all of our circumstances. We can't get rid of all the stressors in our life, but we do have some control over what we choose to think about. So if you dwell on the negative and you worry about everything and you, you know, jump to the worst case scenarios in your mind, you're taking that not so great circumstances and you're making it worse. Whereas if you can 
think optimistically, be positive, you know, have a, have a good outlook, you can take those same stresses, but you can help to minimize the negative impacts that they're having on your body, including on your testosterone level. So choose what you think about. And then there are things that you can do that actually elicit the relaxation response to help reduce stress. So exercise, going for a walk, being outside in nature, those are all great. Breathing exercises, meditation is very powerful medicine. So those are all things that can be really helpful too. And then one last tip is to be grateful. If you are feeling stressed, worn down, you know, beat down, tired out, if you will stop in the moment and think about three things that you're grateful for, it really changes your thinking and your physiology and it really makes a difference. So sometimes you have to actually say out loud, stop, or put your hand up like you're stopping somebody. Um, and that kind of helps to break the thoughts. But gratitude is another really powerful medicine. Yeah, a lot of men listening says, I don't care about any of that. I got my little blue pill. That's my answer. What about that? It does come with side effects. Are there any like natural remedies men can turn to that don't require a prescription? Yeah, well, there's a few things. So if the pill is working, that's fine. But a lot of men do get side effects, things like headaches, or sometimes the pill doesn't work as well anymore. And then there's also you can't really be spontaneous, right? You have to plan ahead. And so, you know, not, it's, it's not for everyone. There are some nutritional supplements that can be somewhat beneficial, especially ones that boost something called nitric oxide. So nitric oxide is this little chemical in our body that opens up blood vessels so that we get more blood flow. Because really the real problem with erectile dysfunction in men is there's not enough blood going to where it needs to go. So this nitric oxide opens up the blood vessels, you get more blood flowing in. The little blue pill helps to open the blood vessels, but it only works if you've got enough of this nitric oxide. So there are some foods that have nitric oxide, like beets, for example. So eating beets is somewhat helpful. And also arginine, which is a nutritional supplement, arginine can help to boost um, nitric oxide levels. And if arginine is taken with another amino acid called citrulline, the combo actually seems to work even better than just the arginine by itself. So sometimes those things can be pretty helpful for people. Yeah, that's great, great info. I know sometimes, you know, erectile dysfunction can be the result of a side effect to medication. I had a patient that suffered from ED who found out it was due to his high blood pressure medication he was on, and his doctor switched it to another drug, and it straightened out his problem, literally straightened it out. It out, out. <laughs> How can people know if their ED is a side effect of maybe a medication they're taking? So blood pressure medications antidepressants. Um, there, there's a number of different medications. Another one is pain medicines, especially opioid medications. Um, so I would say that if, you know, if anybody's taking prescription medications and having problems with erections, you would just want to run it past your doctor to see if any of the medications could be part of the problem. And while we're on this topic, certain medical issues, medical conditions also can cause erectile dysfunction. And one of the main ones is diabetes. So when our blood sugar regulation is not good, when diabetes is not under good control, it interferes with blood flow into the penis. And so we end up with more problems. So for a man, getting diabetes under good control with good lifestyle habits is critical in order for having erections. And the same thing with um, blood pressure. So if you've got high blood pressure, especially if it's not well controlled, 
that causes problems. So here you got, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? That the blood pressure medicine can cause the problem, but if you don't fix the blood pressure, right. that's going to cause a problem too. Exactly. So you got to work with your doctor to find a good solution. Exactly. And lifestyle habits can make it so maybe you don't need the medicine. True. True. And I know in addition to the blue pill, a lot of people turn to testosterone injections. And of course, they, they're also side effects, right? You've got, you can get it breast enlargement, testicle shrinking, low sperm count, aggressive behavior, not the most sexy attributes uh, <laughs> for what you're what, trying to accomplish. Isn't that a double-edged sword? Well, so it, it can be. So it's important if you are going to be on testosterone replacement, because for some men, it really does make a difference. It, you know, it depends on the person, but you need to work with a practitioner who isn't only going to look at just the testosterone and just keep boosting you up more. You want somebody who's looking at the whole picture, making sure you're not having any side effects, monitoring estrogen levels. Because if you take the testosterone, you can end up making the testosterone, turning it into estrogen, which doesn't make you feel good as a man. So you, you need to work with somebody who's making sure that they're monitoring all those things real carefully because it's got to be done right in order to get the benefits and not end up stuck with some of those side effects and risks. Yeah. Is there a specific uh, field of, of uh, medicine that a, a person should look for, a particular blood test that men should ask their doctor for to accurately assess if maybe they have a hormonal imbalance? Yeah. And I think one thing I really want to make sure that we say is I really encourage men to ask, like to talk to their doctor about this, because what I hear all the time is guys come in and they say, you know, I'm, I'm tired. I'm aching. You know, I don't feel that good. I kind of lost interest. My drive is just not there. I think it's probably just because I'm getting older. Like, I think it's probably just my age. But I don't think we should blame this on your age. If you're 93, we'll blame it on your age. But if you're, you know, 45, something's wrong. So you can start with your regular doctor. Urologists and endocrinologists can help. But a functional medicine doctor is a doctor who is going to look at the whole person, the big picture. And they're not only going to rely on prescription medicines, they're also going to think about lifestyle habits, nutrition, nutritional supplements, really trying to get to the root cause of why is your testosterone low or why are you having problems with erections to see if we can fix those things instead of just depending on the prescriptions. And the blood work that you would want done is a testosterone level, of course, but you want the free and total testosterone. So there's two different kinds, free testosterone and total testosterone. You want to know both. And the free testosterone is the one that's actually most important, but not always done. And the other thing that you would want to have at a bare minimum is an estrogen level. And it's because for some men, especially diabetics and guys that have, you know, that beer belly, you know, they got that um, carrying a lot of weight on their tummy that belly fat flips testosterone into estrogen. So for some guys, they're already making enough testosterone, but their belly fat's flipping it all over into estrogen. And so if we just find that their testosterone's low and we give them more testosterone, they just flip that over into estrogen and the estrogen can interfere with erectile function and mood. And so then you don't feel better and, and it's puzzling and nobody really understands why. So it's really important to measure both the testosterone and the estrogen because they work together. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole picture versus just, like you said, setting out just the, the one, the testosterone. When um, when they do go and they, and they get their doctor prescribes that is best for creams or injections, I know those are two options. What have you found works better? Yeah, you know, it depends on the person. In my practice, I find that more men prefer the injections than the cream, but that's not true. There are some doctors who find that the cream works really well for their patients. So it's a little bit of a personal 
um, decision. And there's sometimes when one would be better than another. There's even pellets, which are, they kind of look like a little tic-tac and they get implanted um, just under your skin on your rear, kind of right above where your back pocket goes. And they last for three or four months and, or sometimes even longer and just slowly dissolve the testosterone into your system. So there's different choices for how we can do it. But I, again, I would say that we want to make sure that we look at the whole person because we would want to put testosterone into a healthy body so that we get the best results. And so it's really important for all of us to make sure that we're taking charge of our own health and not just relying on a doctor to prescribe, whether it's the little blue pill or a testosterone prescription or whatever it is to try to fix the problem. We all need to make sure that we're doing our part too by looking after ourselves because that's important. And, you know, I can, I, can I tell you a story about one of my patients who... Um, sure. So I want to tell you a story about one of my patients. We're going to call him Bob, which is not his real name, but he's somebody who used to, you know, run and he was an athlete, but he's had a lot of stress and he got older and he's not really exercising and, you know, he gained some weight and he could just tell that he wasn't feeling great. But when he went to his doctor to complain that, you know, he felt off, his drive was gone, he was tired, he was achy, he was feeling older than he felt like he should, you know, his doctor prescribed him an antidepressant, right? Because that's kind of what we're trained to do. And he was put on, you know, other medications too, blood pressure and things like that. And, and he just knew that this was not going in a good direction for him. Uh, but his wife had come to see me and we had gotten his wife all sorted out with her hormones and, you know, her lifestyle habits and, and nutritional supplements and things. And he could see how she was feeling better and better. And he could see that he was going the wrong direction and just not getting the right answers when he went to see his doctor. And so when he came in to see me, you know, we found that he had too much inflammation in his system and his B12 level was too low and his cortisol was too high. And of course, we found his testosterone was too low. And when we helped him to resolve his nutritional, you know, the, the um, B12 problem and get his diet under control and, and his stress under control and things like that, he got so much better his erections got stronger, his libido, his mood, his drive, all of those things got better so that we didn't even have to give him testosterone replacement. And and I I feel like that's such an important message to get across that if men aren't feeling so good, don't put up with it. You know, you don't have to put up with feeling old. You know, but it, but sometimes it can be hard for guys, right? To, to guys don't really like to go to the doctor. And it's hard to admit that you're having a problem, but um, but it's important because there's solutions. Great, great, great story. Uh, one thing I wanted to find out from you, I've, I've read that if a man wakes up with a morning erection, his testosterone is okay. True or false? True. That's true. So if it's he wakes a, up... Yeah, it's yeah. Not, not 100% guaranteed, but yeah, morning erections are one of the things that we look at as a sign. That's one of the first things that goes away if testosterone's dropping. Interesting. That's a quick. That's a quick study for a man. If you're waking up with an erection, hey, you're you're probably okay. That's a good good info. I thought that might have been a wise tale, but I did read that. I'm glad you cleared that up. In the minute we have left, anything else you want to share with listeners that we didn't cover today? I think the main thing is don't put up with it. Ask for help. Solutions are available. We all got to look after ourselves because I believe that living well is the best medicine. Well said. Thanks so much for being with us. And hopefully our listeners are going to take your advice today that you shared and they'll rise to the occasion. Pun intended there. Sorry, I had to get another one in before we close off. Uh, to learn more about Dr. Matthew or to get your copy of Why Can't I Keep Up Anymore, go to whycantikeepupanymore.com. And while there, be sure and check out all the resources available, including blog posts and articles and tips to balancing your hormones. She also has a free quiz available to 
to assess your hormonal health. Make sure you take that. You can follow Dr. Matthew on Facebook at Signature Wellness MD and on Instagram. She's at Dr. Deb Matthew. You can follow me on social media at Dr. David Friedman, except on Instagram. I'm at Dr. D. Friedman. If you heard Dr. Matthew share something today that would benefit somebody you know, send them a link to this podcast. It's available to yourgoodhealthradio.com or radiomd.com and peruse our podcast library. Share these segments with your friends, family, coworkers, and on social media. This information is too important to keep to yourself. Sharing is caring. You can also subscribe to future podcasts at iHeartRadio and iTunes. More to come. Stay tuned and stay well.